radio, and the internet. TalkZone.com, internet talk radio. You are entering an intriguing journey with spiritual lifestyle experts Keith and Charmé Amber, where you'll end up more at home with yourself, your behavior, and your understanding of life. Mastering Ourselves offers sound answers to life's tough questions so that life can make more sense to you and healthy directions become clearer. Keith and Charmé bring you over 80 years of seasoned experience. They pursue truth and insights that are neither left nor right, but spiritually sound and centered and can be used as a spiritual compass to help you on your path. Welcome to Mastering Ourselves. Boy, spiritual compass, no kidding. I think we could really use one of them around the world. Of all things, discernment is just craving to happen here. You know, a lot of uh, young people and older people, they turn to drugs simply out of they don't know where to turn. Yeah, you say young people turning drugs. There's older people turning to alcohol and lots of people turning... Yeah, and lots of people turning to fast food, which numbs you out, or caffeine, or sugar. All those things, you know, tend to uh, take you away from your center. Well, our, our guest we had the other day, expert on drugs throughout the world, all kinds of drugs, uh, Keith, Keith Code. Code, yeah. Very interesting pamphlets you can get through uh, his organization. And he's saying that a lot of people go to drugs, younger people, because of the chaos. They don't know where to turn. And you know, when you're young, your spirit wants to go someplace, wants to build something, wants to find its place. And if it gets too crazy making and you perhaps don't have enough good quality parent raising time and morals or or direction, eventually it could just sort of blow into some kind of extreme thing that... You know, like they say, drugs take your nutrients out of your body. So Wasn't that something? Yeah, sugar does that, drugs do that. And, you know, so they just make you further away from competing and dealing with life at your best. What What is it with uh, soda pop? That strips uh, and carbonation. Your miner- minerals. Strips your, doesn't it also strip calcium out of the body? Yeah, minerals, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. I mean, it's full of sugar and strips that you know. And so, if you want to take something to give you bad health, you know, <laughs> drugs do that, sugars do that, most soda pops do that, uh, caffeine does that apparently quite a bit. You know, moderation works reasonably, and um, cigarettes. You know, uh, Keith and I stopped doing soda pop a number of years ago, but. About four years ago, we were at some little kiosk thing getting some Chinese food, and I decided to get just, you know, a drink of pop with the meal. And I hadn't had it in at least a year, and prior to that, I hadn't had it much at all in a long time. So my body was cleared of it. And I was amazed as I drank it how it made my body sick. I felt sick to my stomach drinking that stuff. And, you know, when you've built up your uh, resistance to it, you don't notice how it's making you feel. You're not going to notice that until you get away from it for a year or two, and then you try it once and go, wow, this is what it was doing to me all the time. You know, I've tried to drink soda pop all my life, and I had a, it wasn't even an average amount, a very small amount when I was growing up, and as I got into my 20s, it just 
you know, I might take a mouthful. I got my refreshment, but my whole system did not want to take anymore. So I, I would, you know, throw the can away. <laughs> I know. The system says poison. Yeah. Warning. Shut, shut out kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Don't put it in here. So, you know, the more cleared you are, the more uh, you, you Absolutely. have your lifestyle balanced and whole, then you can start discerning this. In every direction, discernment is a very valuable thing. Boy, isn't it? We've been uh, we've been setting about to work with some business people. We're going to go to an expo soon to promote the show, and we've been uh, connecting with different people to do different jobs to get this all together. And I, you know, I'm talking about discernment right now. One of them just kept doing this shyster behavior. Oh no, I've got a good quote. I've got a good quote for you. I can give you the best quote in town, but he never would give it to me. You know, and the whole energy around it was shystery. Like, you know, the feeling was, well, just give me the business and then, uh, don't, and don't, you know, let's bypass the quote process. And then we'll really saddle you up at the end. (laughs) You know, you know, we never went that way, so we don't ever know what would have happened. But I'll tell you, speaking of discernment, seen it plenty of times. The whole, yeah, exactly. The whole process through, my inner guts were saying, Something's wrong in China here. Yeah. This isn't right. Yeah, I went. To... Actually, he wasn't from China. I shouldn't say that. But you know, you know, you gotta, you gotta trust those inner urgings that you get and follow those discernments. Right. Went to a, a dentist a year ago or so, and comes back with the bill. You know, and I ask him, well, what's the charge of this? Oh, it won't be too much. And I come back with a bill. It's about five or six times what I thought it might be. With a generous, I guess it's not going to be too much as a relative statement, according to yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, you know they they don't want to tell you what it no. is because you won't come in. You, right, you'll go to someplace else. Right. Well, very recently uh, at the Cannes Film Festival, Spike Lee publicly said he wondered why black soldiers weren't in Clint Eastwood's 2006 film Flags of Our Fathers. This. Uh, was insinuating, of course, that Clint Eastwood was a biased racist. Days later, you know, Clint wouldn't respond to it, and then days later he finally said, there weren't any colored soldiers in those historic battles. <laughs> and and he tries always oh. to be accurate. And yes. he said he did a movie on the, the uh, great musician Bird, and he said it called for 90% blacks, and that's what he had, 90% blacks. He doesn't care. He just wants no. to make it accurate. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charme Amber. Thank you for joining us tonight. We are your spiritual lifestyle experts with sound answers to life's tough questions Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. For those of you who do not get CRN 6 on your TV, uh, Thursday is only aired on CRN 6. But not to worry because the Monday show is the same show, so you're not missing anything. Isn't that great? Spike Lee clearly spoke out of line, but it sounds like he's the biased racist, not Clint Eastwood. It sounds to me that way, too, because Clint Eastwood does not smack to me of a bigoted person. No, I followed him a long time, and he, he goes a pretty straight man. Yeah, he's a good man. So, you know, you get the impression that the minorities, the gay minority or religious minorities or the colored minorities, they can just squawk and complain and ridicule and just blame the mainstream 
people more, the white people or whatever, or, uh, the common religion or whatever, and they can get away with it and it's fine. And, uh, you know, they have a right to do that. And that's, that's a dangerous thing. You know, you don't want the mainstream running over people's rights, but in our country, that's the last thing that's happening anymore. And then the other thing you want to know and notice and, and own is karma. If you're born in a disadvantaged situation, that's your karma. Yours is to get through it without an attitude. You either get better or you go bitter. And uh, so many of you are going bitter and then blaming everyone else recklessly instead of getting better. Do your homework. You're put in that situation because you got a problem there, not somebody else has a problem. And then get your act together and make this a better world. So we're again talking about victimhood and how many people hold themselves victim for whatever vast amount of reasons. You know, it's kind of interesting. We have a guest coming on uh, in July, I believe. His name is, uh, I believe it's Robert Schwartz. <laughs> and this is really cool. This guy's written a book called Courageous Souls, and he has been with three or four high-grade trans channels, I believe, who all have an ability to connect with spirit, and they've they've gotten all these stories about why people choose to say be black, be blind, be disabled, yeah. have a disabled Their kid. Their soul chose that. And it's it's got he's got all these examples of souls having conversations with guides. Now, if you come in and say be black during the slave period, just for an example, yeah. you will get through all these lessons during that period and all this karma during that period. Yeah. And, I mean, the, he's got, I don't know, 10 or 15 different examples in his book. And, you know, I spoke with him at length the other day, and he concurs that, you know, victims should be removed from the dictionary. There's no point in having it. Every situation people are in, they have chosen as a soul right. for the lessons they are going to learn. Evolution. Absolutely. So this is very interesting. He's been around three or four extraordinary trance channels. I mean, went to them to get information. And you and I have been around three or four extraordinary trance channels ourselves. You know, I, I was... Uh, that's our history. Yeah, it was so interesting because I said to him, now, how did you come upon this information? And it, he said, oh tons of research and immediately i was like disappointed like okay he's a book Some, reader somebody taking but, somebody else's information yeah but then he went further and started talking about and he started listing all these channels and i and i went bingo because the people that seemed you know this is very interesting the people that seem to know about pre-birth contracts are the people that connect with spirit now the intellectuals who will not connect with spirit and think that that's all bogus stuff you know, they, they, they just don't know that yet. They haven't made that connection. Right. They say, well, you can't possibly know these things. I have heard, you know, I've heard Barbara Walters, well, you can't possibly know these things. <laughs> and I've heard, nobody you know, knows this and it, it's just not true. And, you know, I've heard, um, people like in What is Enlightenment, they, they do a lot of really good work. And on the other hand, they say things, well, nobody can know these things. And it isn't true. You can know these things if you have an opening to spirit. And this guy has gotten all of his information from spirit, and he knows it's accurate. I read one of his articles today. He's dead on. So faith is intuitive knowing. And this is the knowing that goes beyond understanding. It gives you peace beyond what your intellectual understanding can give you. It's intuitive knowing. That's what true faith is. 
And that's when you have cleared yourself and you're true and right with life enough that you can begin to sense reality. You can begin to sense truth. Uh, it, it was self-evident, as they said in our Constitution a time or two, it's self-evident. You can tell. These are the kind that can be the scouts and the Old West in unknown territory, and they can find their way through where nobody else could. Intuitive knowing. And so that's what we're talking, and there's a lot of religious people and different people. They don't know about the intuitive knowing yet. That's right. They can say faith because I belong to this church, but they're not listening to how God is telling them to move and following that right. And so we want to encourage everybody of no faith or any faith to develop your intuitive knowing because that's what is aligned with truth. And only that religion, which is truth, only truth will set you free. And the only way you can be sure of that is developing your discernment by caring to know the truth and getting refined and fine right with your life and your body and your daily daily life so that your intuitive knowing can develop out of your uh, purity. You know, he talked about one of these trans channels is particularly good at seeing the meetings that occurred between a soul, you know, different souls. The souls were figuring out what they were going to do. And it immediately brought to mind a memory that I have myself, which is of me, my ethereal father, and my ethereal brother in a meeting of many souls. And you know who's at the front of the uh, the group was Jesus Sananda, you know, Jesus' higher self, Sananda, and Commander Ashtar. And they, had, they were going all through the universe asking souls who would be willing to come to earth to have lifetimes during this period when we're bringing more light to earth and i remember my ethereal father raising my brother (laughs) and my arms up essentially volunteering us you want this really difficult position and my brother and i looked at each other and go oh god but you know the you know it was done and you know it was sort of like you know the you know i i can remember that scene as if it was yesterday and you know the, I, I had that much resistance to coming, but here I am. Nice job. So, you know, I know these meetings happen. Mm-hmm. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts helping humanity wake up one show at a time. Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. If you want to call in, we're at 1-800-336-2225, and we've got more. Stay with us. Welcome back. Thank you very much for staying with us. What else you got there, Toots? Well, Vanity Fair uh, wrote an article on a serious serial sex offender of women's rights, Bill Clinton. They, <laughs> they say he's out of control. I mean, that's how he's been for I don't know how long, years and years and years, way in as governor and before. It's hard to argue it. Out of control, seen a lot of women on the road, and... Um, Actress Gina Gershon is, is one of them. They have a big picture of her. And i, I got to ask you this. Would Vanity Fair come out in public this much and risk saying that if it weren't true? I mean, the lawsuit or whatever would be phenomenal. Would they risk that? You know, uh, Sharon Stone came out against China very recently, and boy, she she said there's karma. You know, the earthquake happened for a karmic reason, which is obviously true. She's right, and she's losing bucks on that. China has shut her films out. 
they've shut her. Do not and, say the truth. Right, and one of the uh, one of the ads that she's in has been pulled, and you know, mm-hmm. I mean, there's financial consequences to what she did, but she said what was true and what she believed in. So it's sort of the same yeah. as what they're doing. Well, you know, Hollywood is an uh, what they call entitled uh, elitism, where they think they can say anything and do anything, and you know, a lot of it is just. Uh, wrong, but, you know, I think she was right, but, you know, they might think twice before they do this. Anyhow, there's a history with uh, Bill and Hillary with this. Uh, Bill's been a womanizer for many, many years, and Hillary, with her army, for a long-standing army of private investigators, uh, she has them intimidate these women. And uh, so the women be quiet because they're scared for their life, and a number of these women, years and years later, 10, 15 years later, they're still scared for their life. You know, um, a lot of women are uh, very excited to have a, a woman running for president. And, you know, by all rights, it's pretty stupid that a woman hasn't been in already. Yet, she's not the right woman, and... You know, she has an ability to turn on tears on a dime. She's quite the actress. I saw her in a clip uh, today uh, smiling at Obama. <laughs> best friends. I know. All best friends. And I go, oh, right. She probably loathes the guy. I mean, she's only smiling because it'll get her political points somewhere. Yeah. But, you know, Hillary is not a uh, representative of women. She's not. She's she's not a good person. Well, you get somebody who protects a serial sex offender against women's rights, That's and not, you don't vote for them if you're a woman. No, you don't. So, you know, maybe get some more information on this stuff and, and, uh, and you know, vote the, wisely. There, there will be other women that come forth in the future, yeah. and, you know, other people... Purple, green, blue, mm-hmm. black, who cares? People that are good people to have in office. Democrat, Republican, yep. doesn't matter. Good people. You know, I really like what's happening that we almost have a, an aged person, a black person, and a, a woman, female person. All of them are the top contenders for the President of the United States. I think that's a marvelous thing. It is. Well, you know, our, our our aged population, our wise aged, I mean, people that are getting up in their 60s and 70s and 80s, yeah. they have a lot of wisdom. Clint been, Eastwood is 78, I he's know. Uh, powerful. I know. You know, we're already getting to the place where more people are, are staying, working longer, and That's right. that was a lot of value. Yeah. Gas and energy prices uh, versus global warming um that's, that was uh, going on in our Congress recently. Republicans de- defeat the Democrats' bill. To, the Democrats' bill was to cut power plant industry and refinery greenhouse gases that would co- cost a ton of money for these industries and would raise our per-gallon pr- gas price at the pump 53 cents a gallon. So... I'm really glad the Republicans defeated the Democratic bill, you know, even though it was going to, you know, I'm against pollution, but this greenhouse gas, I think, is simply, you know, the CO2 is simply uh, a farce. And it's proven that CO2 has no bearing on on uh, how hot the planet is. No, we've proven that. 
It's completely, uh, it's just fact, completely a fad Al, thing. I think Al Gore was going to go up and, wasn't it Mercury he was going to go visit, what, Mars, was Mars. it? Mars. Oh, he was going to go visit Mars so that he could see that his stats weren't quite right. There's no, isn't that where they have it? It's it's CO2 up there, well, but yeah, it's Mars, Mars is freezing. Exactly. And it's 98% CO2 exactly. atmosphere. So he needs to go check that out. Update his uh, records. His yeah, he needs to go there is what he needs to do. You folks are listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts helping humanity wake up one show at a time. Welcome back. Thanks for staying with us. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber. What else do you have, dear? So this is late, late out from the news. Obama's uh, longtime fundraising uh, helper Antoine Resco and a uh, family friend, they, they have done things together as families, convicted of 16 counts of felony corruption. You know, they lived, they moved into the uh, same neighborhood, next door neighbors to each other, their houses butt up to each other. They went there on the same day, and Resco is financing that. Something's fishy there. And then they sold part of their backyard to Barack Obama, at least uh, it seems like they sold it. But anyhow, so these are close friends and neighbors who decided to move in together and uh, write... Share lives together. Share lives together, and he's convicted of 16 counts of felony corruption. See, now that would make me nervous. So how many, you know... That alone should make maybe, at most, maybe a 100 people in the United States vote for Obama, and that would be it, unless you're way against the United States or something, or if you're a biased colored person, because 90% of the colored people don't vote Democrat now, how they usually vote, which would include Hillary, they vote for Obama. So that's very biased voting. So <clears throat> then Barack Obama's in bed also for 20 years with Jeremy Wright, his ex-minister, anti-white racist, anti-American, he's hateful in his sermons, anti-Jewish, and he takes his little girls and has them grow up in his church. You know, Charmaine and I talk about discernment. It doesn't appear that Barack Obama has much discernment and or he very thoroughly agrees with this. Now, if you're if you're moving in next to somebody and you do the deal together and you're buds, or you go to a church for 20 years together... You're in that group. You're in those people. You're in that consciousness. For instance, if I like to golf, I'm out with golf buddies. If I like music, I go to music with uh, people who like music or I'm in mu with musicians. Whatever group you like, that's what you go with. You know, Barrick and Michelle aren't slackers. They're not just uh, numb in the brain. So they go where they intend to go. So they have Jeremy Wright intentionally. They have Antoine Resco intentionally. This is not a, well, you know, it's not, it's just not your acquaintances, you know, that shouldn't matter. That's not true. You check your acquaintances out, you know, like the people that you hang around with and you, you do stuff with. They're people who you and them have common interests and you look at the ones you've been together with 5, 10, 15, 20 years, and you really have common interests. Other than family that you're sort of stuck together, that's how it is. So 
let's take the blinders off about who Barack Obama really is. He's in with uh, criminals. He's in with uh, racist, anti-Jewish, anti-Semitic, anti-American, and a man who you could see he was very hateful during sermons. And he's the one that people are going to for encouragement. He's encouraging them. This is not Martin Luther King style, the great Martin Luther King. This is encouragement in non-godly behavior, non-godly perspective, non-godly attitudes. Certainly not enlightened attitudes. Nothing close. This is what Barack Obama goes to and has been part of and takes his little kids to. And I imagine Barack Obama loves his kids. So this is where he's at. Do not fool yourself. I don't see it any other way. How could it be any other way? Is that really what you want running our country? Yeah. At the helm. So we need vision from experience. You know, I have lots of visions in my life and this and that as far as, you know, what I think would be ideal things. But as I get older and wiser, they change because I'm wiser. So we want somebody that's not just complaining but has experience, has been in the mix of actual change instead of just mouthing change. And, and not just complaining, but actually trying to change things for president. So, you know, what we're saying is, you know, be real concerned with who you vote for. I mean, check it out. You know, another thing, Hillary and Obama both, they're for redistribution of wealth, which is called socialism. That's what just what Hugo Chavez did in uh, Venezuela. And uh, two years ago, over here in Hawaii, I talked to a lady who was a Venezuelan and left there, she said, we had a nice, modest business and stuff, and Chavez simply took it over. So if that's what you want, you're not rewarded by your risk, your effort, uh, and you you making something uh, innovatively, make something that works in your society and they pay for it. You know, the thing about redistribution of wealth is the people that don't have the wealth don't have it for some reasons reflective in their lessons. So redistributing redistributing wealth does not honor people's karmic lessons. So that's really a problem to be doing that arbitrarily unless you really are clear about lessons, people's lessons. So there's a um, confusion about fairness these days. Many misguided people think that fairness is entitlement, where everyone gets a piece of the pie whether they earn it, don't earn it, or even work against it. Fairness is more accurately described as you reap what you sow. If you don't help so much, you don't get help so much. This would eliminate many destructive drags, leeches, diseases, dysfunctions that would otherwise pull down, compromise, and damage the well-being of the general society. So there's a misconception with uh, entitlement and fairness these days. Fairness isn't everyone gets the equal amount. Fairness is if you uh, risk more, if you try harder, if you work harder, if you work smarter... If you uh, uh, pay for a good quality education and apply it and you make something of yourself that you get ahead, then you get ahead. You know, there's a lot of talk about Earth going into a golden age, which I actually believe is happening. But here's the deal about a golden age. It takes a while to evolve into that. You know, we're, we're in a dark age right now. 
and to move into a golden age could take up to a hundred years. And here's part of what happens during that process. You know, there's a lot of people on this planet right now that have a tremendous amount of karma that they're paying off, which means that they are not entitled to a better life. They're entitled to exactly what they have for those karmic reasons. We also have a lot of people on the planet that are very evil and want to take the planet over, particularly like the Islam people are a lot of them in that mode. So what ends up happening as we move into a golden age is those people leave one way or the other. And, you know, over a period of a 100 years, you know, a lot of them just naturally die off and evolve. Then what ends up happening is the people that are more entitled by karmic law to have a balance and a golden age will come here. And the souls that aren't, the souls that are stuck in lessons that would not earn them a golden age, they go to a different planet where they can be born there and learn their lessons there. So, you know, we're not on a planet right now where everybody is entitled to have equal share. We're on a planet where there's inequities all over the place, and we're working our way through that. By the way, you're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts with sound answers to life's tough questions. 